you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the, world. in the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the ChrisVossShow.com. She does that so well, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the big show. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we certainly appreciate your involvement in the Chris Voss Show. For 15 to 16 years, we've been bringing you the most smartest people, the most brilliant minds, people that are sharing the stories of their life, their journeys, everything they went through, so they can help make your life better, give you tidbits, give you epiphanies throughout the show that you'll just sit and go, wow, I never thought of things that way. Wow. And uh, you will emerge smarter from it. And uh, that's a guarantee. You can you can check on the back of the label, the Chris Voss Show. It says right on there, the guarantee. Anyway, guys, we have a, an amazing young lady on the show today. And we're going to be talking about everything that she does. She's got an upcoming book as well. Dawn Katie is on the show with us today. And uh, she has a mission to having the, how, having, I want to say half, half, but having the world's pain. One person at a time and we're going to be talking about everything that goes into her work her website and everything else that she does we'll get into that in a second but to her she is a certified holistic specialist healer multi-award-winning pain expert she's america's or australia's america's australia's same thing right no (laughs) they have koalas we don't she is australia's premier pain freedom coach founder and owner at alleviate pain incorporated she suffered from chronic pain for 31 years she used to take 13 painkillers a day she learned how to walk again even though doctors told her that she would be disabled for the rest of her life in 2014 she created the neural alignment method a multi-award winning process that unites over 120 of the world's best healing tools and techniques the neural alignment method successfully passed two years of clinical trials and was incorporated into Alleve Pain online and offline programs. She's also highly specialized in the emotional freedom technique, acceptance commitment therapy, neuro linguistic programming, process work, energy work, and explain pain methods. And her expertise is to guide people on how to break the cycle of their suffering so they can be free to be whoever they want with ease, clarity, and power. And now she's here to give us to, in the first person, tell us how it all works. Welcome to the show, Don. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me, Chris. And I'm going to take that on board. Half the world's pain. I'm going to change it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Where does your accent originate, or, or originate from? Yeah, I'm not Australian, obviously. I'm from the north of England, where Yorkshire puddings are made. Ah, Yorkshire puddings. Yes. There you go. And uh, give us your dot-coms. Where do you want people to find you on the interwebs? Honestly, I'm not that big on social media, but you can go onto Facebook and there's Alleviate Pain page where we post a lot of things. My LinkedIn profile, which is Dawn Cady. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm, it's word of mouth, the work that I do, and I love speaking to people. Thanks okay. why you put me on here. <laughs> there you go. You are speaking to people now. Uh, yes. And then give us your dot-com for your website. Yep, so it's alleviate pain, 
www.ghostsandghosts.com.au. Okay. Sounds good then. And uh, so give us a 30,000 overview of what you do in your words. Wow. Okay. So I teach people how to wire their brain to be the best version of themselves ah. That's it in a nutshell. There you go. And yeah. uh, the, uh, a lot of people have got their brains unwired. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people have wired their brains to please other people or to abide by the laws of what everybody else thinks that you should be. That's or true. Pain, wired to pain, wired to suffer, wired to feel like death every day. Mm -hmm. wired for I feel many like death on Fridays. That's what we do around here just for yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us your journey of your life we mentioned a little bit in the bio and it sounds like you went through some things and and got through them so tell us what, what was your upbringing like and all that stuff i had an interesting upbringing so i was an only child like i said i'm from yorkshire and my mom struggled with mental health pretty much my entire life mm -hmm. and i think that having me a child was just too much it was oh, just wow. too much there was a lot of neglect severe neglect abuse on all different levels she wasn't mm -hmm. coping with life and that is why i believe that i ended up with so much pain and suffering because i wanted to please to be seen to be loved and cared for so mm -hmm. i would do anything to get attention for love and that led to my demise multiple times mm -hmm. health-wise wow and so you're, were you, were you pretty much exhibiting, you know, the issues you were going through with the, uh, and, and turning it into physical pain and ailments? Yeah. So by the age, by the age of about 16, I'd already had about eight procedures. Wow. So I had a hell of a lot of health issues growing up and it just mm -hmm. progressively got harder and harder. Each time I come down with something, it just break me and then I'd have to rise again. Wow. So like autoimmune diseases, three autoimmune diseases I had by the age of 35. Wow. Yeah. Disabled, left disabled, nearly mm -hmm. lost my son through kidney failure. Well, early stages wow. of renal failure. So quite a lot of horrendous things. That's yeah. why I do what I do. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Lillian's chiming in here. Thank you for bringing Dawn on the show. Thanks, Lillian. We certainly appreciate it. Some fans there. Now you do this work. How did you discover this work where you were able to heal yourself and now you heal others? What was what was the awakening moment there? So the awakening moment there was my son was 16 months old and mm -hmm. he was jumping around on the lounge and he jumped on my back and the pain just ripped through my body. Uh -huh. And I remember just screaming, I wish you'd never been born. Wow. And that hit me i was like oh my god i'm recreating my mother i'm becoming oh, oh. everything that i wanted to not be mm -hmm. so i went into i just went into this state where i didn't speak for a while and that was the point i crawled from the living room because i was housebound for 18 months mm -hmm. and i went into bed and i was in the fetal position for hours and that's when i was just like right i've got to end it because i'm gonna just destroy my son's life i'm gonna destroy my husband and and I talked myself out of it. It was like this wow. higher voice, like this certainty and this knowing that I'd had my entire life that had got me through very treacherous situations. And it was just like, it's not true. 
Because the things mm. I was saying was like, just kill yourself. You're disgusting. You're worthless. Look at you. You're worse wow. than your mother. You're pathetic. And that was just pounding in my head. And this voice just went, it's not true. And I just held on to that. And I just pulled myself out after a few hours. Mm-hmm. There you and go. And then that's the start of it. Wow. And so what methodologies did you discover first? Because you do a few different methodologies. Yes. So it was emotional freedom technique, the tapping. So I was in the living room and I'm like, okay, if I'm going to get through this, I've got to get off of these painkillers. I was on opioids. Like I was oh, on wow. some strong stuff. Yeah. And I was on 13 of them a day. We're not talking like Jesus. Panadols and Neurofens and anything. I'm talking hardcore drugs that I was on. Wow. And I just went, you need to give me help. Like gritty mm-hmm. teeth, you need to give me help. No word of a lie, within two minutes, ping my phone went and it said, become an emotional freedom technique practitioner, reduces pain. And I went, signed up, learned how to do it for myself. And then that's how I, the first thing that I did was break my opioid addiction. Wow. Emotional freedom technique. Wow. It came right yeah. through the phone. That, that's like serendipity. Yeah. There you A go. lot of things in my life have been like that, Chris. Wow. Well, sometimes, you know, we find the things we want when we're searching for them or something. Thanks to Marianne, great work for bringing Dawn on. She will wow people. So you've developed quite some programs. You've got your book coming out. Let's get a plug-in for that book, too. So I don't want to forget that. Yeah, so the book is going to help people through the journey of what we have to go through as being human, navigating life. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a game, but we get caught up in it, and we don't have fun anymore, and everything is hard work, and we get on the grind, and that's what ages us and that's what has our nervous system acutely aware all of the time of our situation and circumstance so we can't get out of this cycle because we've programmed ourselves to be in it so pretty much this is going to share life stories how i came out of it how other people have come out of their stories techniques and things like that so it's going to be like a manual for people there you go and you've got several different programs and modules i see on your website yeah. Tell me about your offerings there and what they do. Yeah, so what I've recognized is that there's three main areas that people have the most horrendous situation circumstance. Number one is health. Without your health, forget everything else. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like when your health is gone, nothing else really matters. Yeah. Your relationships start to break down, money becomes an issue. It just it just has this major and knock-on effect. So one of the programs that we have is teaching people how to look after themselves mentally, physically, and emotionally so that they don't get as bad as I did. Or if you are as bad as I am, how to pull yourself out of it, how to program your brain. And that's the six steps that I talk about. Because those six steps is a framework for the brain to follow so that it doesn't be in victim, like victimhood, stuck in the cesspool of pain. It's to help people pull themselves out into freedom. Mm -hmm. The second area of life is relationships so people experience a lot of pain in their relationships either with their children with their partner with their family members so that's another program that we offer where we're teaching people how to navigate and and be sovereign in relationships and not be a walkover but also not not to be a bully and not to be hard and to recognize that everybody is in this game of life together and we're all struggling in parts we're not perfect and anybody who tells you that they're perfect and they've got their life together are full of shit <laughs> full of it. absolutely full of shit 
I've done a hell of a lot of work on myself and there are still areas that I have to improve on. And that is what the game of life is about. Yeah. How much more can you stand in your power? How much more can you be powerful? You know, mm -hmm. you've got to constantly improve. It's always a game of survival. That's uh, right. I... Yeah. And money. We're launching that one next year, but money. Mm -hmm. Well, I need I say more money. Is... <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have issues and emotional connections to money. Exactly. Yeah. The uh, so you have the six steps of healing. Why don't we mm -hmm. talk about these a little bit? Step one's responsibility. Yeah. What does that mean? Responsibility means that if you don't take responsibility for your life and how it is unfolded for you, mm -hmm. what happens is is the brain hides information from you. So if you are like, oh, it's their fault, it's their fault, it's their fault, the brain will go, okay, so you're not taking responsibility for your life. So I'm only going to show you what you want to see. You can't heal if you're only seeing what you want to see. You heal with the stuff that you really don't want to see. That's the stuff that gets you out of these situations and circumstances. There you go. And then the second one is acceptance. It is what it is. Life, it is it life is. throws us curveballs, and sometimes it's just a shit show, and you've got, to, you've got to accept it and go, you know what? I don't like it. I don't want it. But if I don't accept it, I'm fighting it and I'm resisting it. Therefore, I'll never see the solution. I'll be just trapped in the problem. And the problem is where you stay in pain and suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, it is what it is. Stoicism, if you will. Hope is step number three. So hope is about you stacking evidence externally in your world that this way of living is freeing you. So then your brain starts to create neural connections and pathways going, if I take responsibility for this situation see where I need to clean up, where I need to see what is going on for me. And if I accept the situation, I get through things quicker. The brain goes, huh, and it starts to engage the prefrontal cortex, which then has you view and see the world completely different. Mm -hmm. So this is where the brain starts to kick in and starts to go, I'm going to start backing up what you want to do here because it's working. I feel better. There you go. Teaching people to deprogram and then reprogram their mind for what they yeah. want their health to be. So what are some of the causes of chronic pain and, and, and what causes that sort of thing have you found? So with chronic pain, generally, everything starts emotionally. So I, mm. I don't know if you understand about energetics, but everything on this planet is energy, vibration, and frequency. Hmm. Quantum physics, you can go research it, but everything is energy. Energy is emotions, energy in motion. That's what emotions means, energy in motion. It's got to be moving constantly. Mm -hmm. And if you hold on to emotions and you hold on to things, traumas, things that happened to you in the past, they get stored in the body. Eventually, that energy in your body can't move freely. Mm -hmm. So it starts to lock up. So you might get a stiff shoulder. You might hurt your back. You might have a stiff neck. You might not be able to walk. Things start to break down when energy can't move. Mm -hmm. And so how do you reprogram your mind? Following the six steps. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. You've got to take responsibility. If, you, if you're projecting blame onto other people and saying it's your fault, then you can't change anything because then they're more powerful than you. If yeah. you're saying that something outside of you is more powerful than you, then your brain goes, well, what's the point in trying? Because I'm only going to fail. But if you take responsibility and say, I'm more powerful than the pain, I'm more powerful than my upbringing, I'm more powerful than the three autoimmune diseases. Mm -hmm. 
The brain uh, goes, oh, right, cool, solution. I'll look for solutions to solve these problems then. There you go. So seven or four was belief coming back to these. Yeah. So this is where you start to believe and your beliefs start to be entrenched as neural connections and pathways. Mm -hmm. So you start to believe, oh, this is working. And then the prefrontal cortex, when a belief, so say, for example, you have a belief that I'm worthless and then you're building a belief of, no, I am worthy. It creates a neural junction. So if you use this one, the new belief, 40% of the time, this starts to collapse. But whilst this is in junction, the prefrontal cortex, the CEO of the brain wakes up and goes, hey, do you believe this or do you believe this? Interesting. So step number five is no. As yeah, in so this is K-N-O-W for those listening to the show. <laughs> Talking over you, I'm so passionate, Anna. <laughs> no, you're fine. So no is where you are like, I know this. I know that I am more powerful than the pain. I know that I can get through the situation and circumstance. When you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about here, Chris. When you, when you stand in your power and you know something, you won't stop. Mm -hmm. You just, you won't give up. Mm -hmm. it's, it's important to stand in your power. I mean, that, that makes all the difference. Step number six, be and do. Yeah. So you start to translate that in your actions. You start being that person that is all of those things. And then you start doing the things without even realizing it. Mm -hmm. Just there becomes natural. And then you catch yourself when you're not and you're doing something that's the old way and you start seeing it. Obviously, you're going, that's not me being powerful. That's me giving my power away. Mm -hmm. that's, not, that's not someone who's doing something from a place of power. That's someone who's hiding and running away. And you start mm -hmm. to see where you're giving your power away. And what does it look like when people are giving their power away? How does it look like in, in application? Great question. So for people in physical pain, giving the power away is going, oh, I can't go out to dinner because the pain, consulting the pain. Mm -hmm. Every life decision, they go and consult the pain. Oh, I don't know if I'll get, oh, I don't oh, know if I can do, oh, I don't know. That's why you're giving your power away when it comes to pain. When mm -hmm. it comes to painkillers is when you go, I can't function without those painkillers. That's you giving your power away to painkillers. When it's emotional pain, it's going, I'm going to make the most emotional, comfortable decision right now mm -hmm. because it's short-term gratification. It's instant gratification. But if I make a decision right now that's emotionally uncomfortable, but in the long term, it's going to serve me, then that's mm -hmm. you giving your power away to your emotions, saying that your emotions are more powerful than you, that you can't in that moment feel what you're experiencing in mm -hmm. relationships it's allowing people to walk all over you and saying yes to things that you really want to say no to children yeah, allowing children to overrun your life and they're not listening to you they're not in they're not respecting you so many ways we give our power away yeah it's it, it's important to keep it to ourselves let's see there was what was the other question i had for you what is acceptance commitment therapy so acceptance commitment therapy is whatever comes in, you just accept it and feel mm -hmm. it. So say like, for example, you feel anxiety instead of reaching for tablets or trying to ignore it or push through is just to feel it and go, where am I feeling it in my body? Mm -hmm. oh, I'm feeling it in my chest. My chest is really heavy. Okay. 
that's okay. And just sitting with that heaviness and not judging it. And, and when you do that, what happens? So what happens is, is you're not fighting it. Everything mm -hmm. is about, if you go to war on things, you will create a war. We're, we all have war inside of us. That's why it's translating in the external world. We're all at war on some level inside of us with choices, with decisions, with relationships, with money. We're at mm -hmm. war. So what we've got to do is we've got to stop the war inside of us and we've got to find peace with inside of us. Because if we don't find peace inside of us, how the hell are we going to create it out there? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, what? How does energy healing work? Energy healing is basically working with emotions. It's working with, so I can sit with someone and I can go, you have anxiety. I can feel what people are experiencing. So I can be on a call with, the, so I run a lot of groups and I can go, someone's got shoulder pain in the left. Someone is feeling anxious now and they're struggling to breathe. I can feel that. And that's what energy work is. It's your nervous system is all about energy. It's a conduit between the body and the brain or body and mind. Your nervous system is the one that reads energy. You know this. When you walk into a room, you're like, there's been an argument. Or you walk into the room and you're going, someone has had sex in here. You can feel energy. You feel it, don't you? Yeah. I, that happens in most hotel rooms I walk into. <laughs> in Vegas. Or is that the smell? It could be that too. It's usually that, and sometimes they're still there doing it, and I'm like, oh, oh wrong room. Sorry, my bad. Well, that's a big giveaway, isn't Door it? Was open. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> so, what the emotional freedom technique? How, how yeah. is that utilized? So, how I describe emotional freedom technique is there's a part of the brain called the amygdala that's positioned here, and it's the fight or flight response. So, it goes, hey, Chris, we've had this situation before and this is how we responded to it and it worked. We survived. We didn't die. Mm -hmm. That's the amygdala. It's a stress response system. And mm -hmm. then the nervous system is the one that has the physical impact on your body. So it's not the amygdala that does it. It sends a signal to the body of how to react. Mm -hmm. So what emotional freedom technique does is it almost puts your nervous system into a hypnotic state. So it goes, it's okay. You're not going to die. You, you're safe. So if you have a traumatic experience, say, for example, someone cut you up and you can't stop replaying that. I nearly died. They could have killed me. How dare they? How rude? And whatever profanities that you're saying in your head about the person. And then you go to work and you're talking to people and telling everybody and you're telling everyone about how horrendous this is. Your body still believes it's in the car experiencing yeah. this experience mm -hmm. constantly throughout the day. You go home, you tell your partner, you tell your kids, you tell your neighbors. Your body is now on hyper alert. Mm -hmm. It thinks that it's going through this time and every time you share it. Then what yeah. happens is it doesn't come out of that and it gets locked in this cycle. And that's what happens with chronic pain. Mm -hmm. So it what emotional, Yeah, it goes in a loop. And what emotional freedom technique does is it puts the nervous system in a hypnotic state and allows a stress response to just go and explode and go, this, 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 this was awful. He was a bad man or a bad woman. And how dare they put me up, da, 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 da. And it allows the story to be told, all the emotions to be released out of the body without the nervous system going, we're going through yeah. it again, we're going through it again. It's interesting how the body can store trauma and, and, and stuff like that and, and create disease and pain and, and other ailments. 
It really is. It's quite, it's quite interesting. But, you know, you mentioned kind of the basis of what it is. It's kind of a prevention or reminder technique of re-experiencing the pain. But the, the mind gets, like you said, confused. And it thinks it's still in that fight or flight state. And that causes a whole lot of issues. Lots of great stuff from the audience coming in. Six steps of power of healing. So powerful. Thanks, Natalia. Or is it Natalia? I'm not sure if I got that right, but thank you. And uh, Charms of Love. Lovely tuning in from South Africa, all the way from the South Africa folks there. And uh, so what have we talked about that you do and you do on your website that you help people when you're coaching them and, and helping advise them? What was that again? Sorry, Chris. What, what have we talked about? Is there anything I haven't touched on that you help um, people? Well, the thing is, the best information and best advice that I can give people is if it's in one person, it's in everyone. Mm-hmm. We all think that we're the worst or we're the whatever it is, whatever story we're telling ourselves, we think that everybody else has got their shit together. It's not mm-hmm. true. And if it's in one person, it's in another, you know? People yeah. are going... Oh, and I've got autism. We're all autistic. It just depends on what level of the spectrum that you're at. You're either severe or you're at this out. Everything is in everyone because it's energy. So it comes through us. It's whether we decide that it has a major role in our life or not. And what are we going to serve? Do you want to serve something that builds you up or do you want to serve something that tears you down? Mm-hmm. You've got to decide what you're serving. Are you serving you or are you serving everybody else? And people go, well, that's selfish. No, it's not. You know this when you're on a plane. What do they say to you? You've got to look after yourself first. You don't look after yourself, then how can you help anybody else? Mm-hmm. If you're putting everybody else before you and then you die, your life is over. You know. But if you look after yourself, you can live longer and help more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you also have a, tele- a telegram channel. Tell us about that and how that works. So the Telegram channel is sometimes I get, this is where my strangeness comes out. I get messages come through about what's going on in people's lives and in the world. So like what's going on energetically. So I can read the energetics. It sounds weird, but imagine a radio station has a frequency and you tune Mm -hmm. in. I can tune into frequency of what is happening and what people are feeling in the world and how to navigate if it's showing up in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah. having an impact on you and everything that goes on there. So yeah. very interesting, very interesting stuff. So as we go out, give us the pitch out to people on how to onboard with you, how to reach out with you, utilize some of the services and products you have on your website. Yep. Yeah, so the six stages of healing is a really good framework. And you can get that from my website. You can go to six stages of forward slash framework. That will give you pretty much a summary of what I've shared today and a little bit more information. You can even get the ebook and it's hardly anything. It's like $3.50 with a video training attached to it because I believe that I'm here to help as many people as possible. You know, if we heal ourselves, we can then change the pollution outside. There's no point addressing pollution outside when we're polluted inside. That's that's not going to be a permanent thing, is it? You're going to go out there and you're trying to fix things outside. You start with yourself. You start with going, where am I polluting? Where am I polluting my immediate environment? I'm polluting my immediate environment with anger, with rage, with frustration, with pain, with suffering. Mm-hmm. Clean that up before you go out there trying to clean the planet up. You've got to start with yourself. <laughs> You're too busy 
focusing on everybody else instead of ourselves. Stay in our own lane is what we're here to do. Very true. You know, there's so many problems in the world that are being caused and suffering from broken people. And if those people would just fix themselves instead of sharing all their crap with the world, we'd probably be in a much better place, right? Do you know, I just want to take that a little bit further. We're not broken. Mm -hmm. That's that's a load of BS that the oh, really? development okay. industry have spouted out there. You're broken. You're just carrying a load of shit. It's my favorite word. <laughs> We're carrying. We're that's carrying. a technical term then. So. Yeah, it's a technical term. We're carrying baggage after baggage after baggage that we've forgotten who we truly are. Do you think a newborn child is an asshole? No, it's a beautiful newborn child that is pure of heart. And then life gets to it and it carries all this stuff. You're useless, you're worthless, you're not good enough. And it carries all of these untruths. So it's not that we're broken, it's that we're carrying a load of rubbish, a load of nonsense, and we're believing it. And we're playing it out over and over again. And then we go out there thinking that we're broken, we're not. We're just carrying some stories that make us look like we're broken, give the illusion that we're broken. We're not broken. Far there from it. There you go. Well, that, that <laughs> clarifies it. So give us your .com as we go out so people know where to go to your website and on yep. board with you. So alleviatepain.com.au. And if you go there, there's some freebies. There's loads of stuff on there. I give loads of stuff away for free. There you go. Yeah. And uh, it, Charms of Love says, uh, Dawn <laughs> doesn't BS about the truth. I love her wisdom. And then uh, Marianne says, it's a lot easier to focus on others. I mean, I think that's the problem, right? The people, yeah. instead of focusing on themselves and fixing themselves, well, that's work. Uh, let's just focus on everyone else's problems. And there you go. Exactly. That's the responsibility right there, Chris, because if you're not uh -huh. taking responsibility, you're going, I'm responsible to help that person heal. I'm responsible. And this is what a lot of therapists do. Their own life is shit. And they're going out there and trying to fix other people. <laughs> You need to heal yourself before you even go out there and thinking about helping other people because you're That's projecting true. what you want to do for yourself on other people. Psychotherapists actually have a lot of, they have a high suicide rate next to dentists from what I understand, at least here in America. So it's kind of interesting that the people who are supposed to help help with your mind have a high suicide rate. You're like, but I don't know, if I had to hear people complain about their personal lives all day long, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a fun job. Do you know what? I was actually, I studied psychology. And the truth is most people going to psychology to heal themselves and understand their own life. Mm. And it's secondary to help other people because helping other people makes them feel good about themselves. Yeah. So I'm not putting therapists down, but generally that's why most people go into it. I went into it with a completely different perception. I went in there going, I know of my stuff and I'm healing my stuff. And I won't see people until I'm at a point where I'm not triggered. Yeah. A lot of people that I meet that do go into psychotherapy, they, they have so much trauma that it's cheaper just to learn the business than to pay somebody. It's kind of a self-healing journey sort of thing. So thank you, Don, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. And that's the best thing is healing yourself. That's what we teach you. We teach you how mm -hmm. to heal you. Don't give yep. the power away to someone else and say that someone healed me. No one can heal you. It's you healing you. I can just give you the quickest, fastest, shortest way, precise, we know bullshit. Mm -hmm. There you go. Thank you very much, Don, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, Chris.
Thank you. And thanks, ours for tuning in. Go to goodreads.com, Voss, LinkedIn.com, Voss. Subscribe to the big LinkedIn newsletter and the 130,000 LinkedIn group over there. Chris Voss, one, the TikTokity, and Chris Voss, Facebook.com. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time.